The Valerie Carey Show. And now, on with the show. Hi guys, welcome to part two of my recording with uh, the five men that I interviewed with the questions that you sent in. So this is the second half of the recording. If you have listened to the first half, thank you. If you haven't, uh, it might be best if you go back and listen to the first half, then the second half will make a lot more sense. Um, Enjoy. Bye-bye. Hi guys, welcome back. So I'm at the third installment of this now and we're talking to Ben. Now, um, I know I said I'm talking to five um, black men, but really in reality I'm talking to five men and one of them is Chinese. And Ben is, he's pretty much my guy. Like I, I don't even want to, like, there's no category for him. In fact, he's taught me something just now where he said, I, you know, I think I said black don't crack and he said Asian don't raisin. Asian don't raisin. That's a new one. I haven't heard that one before, but that's really cool. Cool. Yeah, so ben, Where have you been though? I don't know. That like, a, I don't know too many wow. Asians to start off. So that's probably my problem. <laughs> oh my gosh. But Ben, yeah. um, the reason why I primarily wanted to speak to you, you know, we're talking to men and we're talking, we're asking questions women have wanted to know and so on. And you've been married to your wife now for 20 plus years. No, no, it's not 20 plus years. Oh, it's, okay. My it's bad. More like, <laughs> I was just rounding it up, but it's, it's, it's a long time. 18. 80 what yeah. mate yeah. that's older than some people yeah, <laughs> yeah. wow uh-huh. how do you keep a relationship going i'm, I'm not long. i'm not gonna lie it's hard it's hard mm. um but you've got to come to an understanding and a compromise right uh-huh. long time compromise yeah. it sounds yeah. like uh-huh. and and you got you got you gotta not get tied up on the you know, don't sweat the small stuff right uh-huh. and only concern yourself with the big stuff how did you meet so we met um, through kind of like a friends in the group kind of thing. In the group? Yeah, so we had a, a group of circle of friends and at the time we were both dating other people. So, so we kind of knew each other uh, a long time before then and then we both kind of became single around the same time. Right. And then it just clicked and then... You yeah. started talking. Uh-huh. So no online dating for you, you just no. met in person. Uh-huh. What do you think of relationships these days? I know that you're you've been in a long term yeah. relationship, but I'm sure you have friends that are single, that have been single, yeah, that are yeah. trying to get in a relationship. What do you tell them? Do they come to you for advice? No, no one comes to me for advice. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you be like the logical person? Yeah, yeah, oh you, my you'd god! Think that, but no, not really. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the dating scene has evolved quite a lot since when I was dating. Right. Um, you know, I think it's becoming more like America, how, how people date, and, and you know, with the birth of all the dating apps, yeah, it's becoming quite. Uh, what do you think different. of dating apps? As I don't a whole? know. I don't I haven't really used them. Well, I'm uh, hoping you <laughs> haven't really used them. But okay. I think for what it does, yeah, it's good. You know, it it, it gives the variety, and you know, you get to meet other yeah people that you wouldn't normally meet. So, is um, your wife Chinese? She is, yeah. Okay. If you didn't meet through friends, do you yeah. feel you have, would have married another Chinese person anyway? Um, I think I would. I think it would be hard. I mean, I've got a lot of brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them are married to Spanish girls. Okay. And one is dating a uh, English girl. Mm-hmm. So they are kind of like the younger generation, mm. the younger brothers. So yeah. you can see... They change, in, yeah, yeah. The change 
in it but predominantly at the beginning yeah when I was out meeting people it was just my own race really. and I, I know that's more of a culture thing because mm. we have that very much yeah. where we try to stay quote I'm, uh-huh. I'm doing air quotes now for those of you who can't see me but you try to stay in your culture almost as it were and based off of your experience of it do you feel that's a good or a bad thing coming from your culture that that i think ultimately is is a good thing mm-hmm. um but there are many challenges i see all the time like um, language barriers sometimes between you and the person or a different person or so for example like my parents and the daughter-in-law yeah so there's a lot of um assumptions and miscommunication right and you know it's easier if you're just yeah. speaking the same language That's it. Yeah, right yeah. okay i mean it's hard enough when you're speaking the same language yeah. so. <laughs> so when it's I a can different imagine. language it's know, even harder yeah, it's and even then harder. obviously the nuances of the language yeah. and the culture may not quite be understood even yeah. if they knew how to speak the language uh-huh. right okay yeah do you find it's just limited to marrying? Do you find yourself you, with your friends, you are, you stay with more people from your culture? I think I think nowadays it, 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 that's not the case. Yeah, back in the days, yes, it was. It was kind of like you kind of mingled with your own culture. But of course, you have your other, you know, you, you know, different race friends, etc. Mm. Yeah. But you you tend to just you know your close friends are you know. Similar cultures. Okay. And in terms of misconceptions and stereotypes, yeah. <laughs> which ones do you get? I'm actually curious. Like, I always get the stereotype of being the angry black woman. Yeah. I always, no, for real, seriously. Like, I can't. That's why I tell so many jokes because it like disarms them. <laughs> what stereotypes do you get? Well, it's just that, you know, the general Chinese stereotypes. And I, I think going back to the other question, I think back in the day there was that racism was um, very apparent mm. so you kind of banded to your own group yeah and that's probably for safety why. as yeah. well yeah so nowadays you know it, that is you know it's seen as unacceptable so people are more uh, aware of it mm. and, uh, so that's why you know it's becoming more multicultural and people are mixing more mm. I think London is a very um, multicultural cosmetron. yeah yeah because it's one of very multicultural so yeah you know the blend is there yeah uh, already anyway is this why you live here as opposed to somewhere else not not really i you know we 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 didn't choose london just because you know we were just this is where my parents bought us right and this is where we grew up so we've not really um if i had a choice i don't i think i'd move somewhere else mm. uh-huh. but I, at the moment i don't have that choice Fair enough. And would you move because even though it's a cosmopolitan city, there are still some nuances in terms of how people respond to you? For for example, like because London is so cosmopolitan, um, the uh, you know you can kind of be yourself and and no one will bat an eyelid. Yeah. but there is, as you go further out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a stretch to Surrey yeah. and what people are calling the North, yeah. right? Um, it becomes more apparent that yeah. you know that you you have to uh, be much more conscious yeah. of, of yourself, yeah, yeah. Right. 
I'm actually, you know, I'm on a trip to Russia yeah. and the consistent thing people keep telling me is why are you going there? <laughs> like literally there is nowhere to run to if something happens. You would not see another black person inside. <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> we have to stretch out because eventually those areas will then get more people and more people yeah, and yeah. it would it would expand. I mean London wasn't always like this. That's so right, it yeah. had to change yeah, yeah. sometime. Um I know you've been out of the dating scene obviously for eighteen yeah, years. Yeah. If you were to be dating now, who would you expect to pay for the first date? <laughs> Serious See, question. That I, you know, I, I'm, I'm quite a um, traditional guy, so I would, initially, I would want to pay, mm -hmm. but I think nowadays it's quite a grey area. I would also want, I would kind of see if the girl offers to pay this has been consistent yes, everyone I, has said they're happy to pay but yeah. the girl should offer like make a move yeah. to the purse that's it so yeah. um, but, <laughs> like but, not like a slide move where you know the yeah. purse is not even there but like of course because because you you don't want to you know be taken advantage of that right. you don't want that girl to sit there and, and and have that expectation or entitlement that yeah you know you've um you've taken her out so you need to pay right uh, it's it's a two thing it's you know? a two-way thing yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh -huh. you, you're going to pay but yeah. you would like to know that she could pay yeah so if if she offers to pay then i will pay but if she doesn't and sits there like waiting for me to pay you ask her to yeah, split i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it gonna love it love it <laughs> i absolutely love it okay thank you so much ben okay. we're not gonna keep you too long um, but you. this has actually been enlightening thank you so yes, much for coming really on the show enjoyed it. and really we've enjoyed good. having you i can't wait to listen back to this thank you so much hi guys it's valerie and welcome back to the fourth installment so we have on the show Solid again. So now some of you remember Solid from the episode where I talked about why I cancelled my gym membership. Which it's you shouldn't have. Oh well, I've had to renew it now because Virgin they don't really cancel. <laughs> they don't really cancel membership. They pause it on keep charging you. But anyway, um, yeah. So he was in that episode, and he's back again, and we, he's going to be answering some of the questions that we've had today. So hi, Solid. Hello. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm good. Um, all things considered. What do you mean all things considered? Um, having to apply for a visa to go to France and Portugal. Oh, right. Okay, because you're still Nigerian. I'm well, still I mean, like, you're, 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 when I say you're still Nigerian, <laughs> you still have a Nigerian passport. Yes, right. It is a bit of a stressful thing. I mean, like, I can't even tell you how many times I've had to apply for visas. We spoke about it last episode yeah, anyway yeah. as well. I think it's um it's two things that come to mind. One is that you you think they want globalization but it doesn't really look that way. Right. Why do I have to apply for a visa every six months or every yeah. three months or things like that? If I have an actual job or if yeah. I have something that is keeping you know, me, keeping where, me I am. where I'm supposed yeah. to be. Um why do I have to do that if I've not gotten in trouble, if I've yeah. not got in trouble ever? Um and even if I have there are limits to those things. I can get you wanting to find out what this six months check doesn't really make sense okay so you find um just by virtue of who you are and where you're from obviously it's a lot harder to just get up and travel how yeah. often do you travel um as a black man <laughs> no i'm being serious that's that's an interesting question i think it differs for i mean it's very different it's very subjective um before this year i think i'd only traveled three times 
before um, this year. Before this year. Right. Why um, was that? Um, why? Uh, I was doing a PhD. Right. And it kind of, I, I felt like doing a PhD meant you had to invest yourself 100% and right. so not have any Right, so you didn't take any, any personal time. So I didn't take any, I mean, right. I, I did. The times I was eating, I was uh, at home, not doing anything, not right. doing any, any <laughs> no work class, or anything. That's personal time. That is personal time. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. I mean, I could have been traveling, you know, exploring my surroundings and yeah. external environment, but yeah. I wasn't. And I just had the excuse that I was doing a PhD, so I yeah. wasn't going to do that. I think a lot of times uh, people use it work as excuses. Yeah. But this year, in, okay, but this sorry, year yeah. I've been to three places already. Oh, good. Uh, well, three places, but two countries. Right. Um, and you're, you're obviously and going I'm, to France, Portugal. I'm going to France again. France is like my favorite place. Right. And I'm going to Portugal as well. So that's going to be five at the end of the year. Yeah. And, and the year is not over. Still, yeah. We still, still, you know, still, we don't know if something's going to come up or something like that. But it's not cheap either. So. Well, true. Um, do you find it harder as a black man? to travel two places um i think it's harder i think it's harder because you don't know what to do when you get there especially if you travel alone so the last times the, the three times i traveled earlier hmm. i didn't know where to go i was i was alone i traveled right. alone by myself now if you're in company of people then definitely it's not going to be that much harder you're not going to feel that much worse Right. And I think generally Europe is probably more friendly than the UK. Right. Um, I tend to feel more at, at home. home. Like yeah. pe people were more friendly. You know, your food was a bit better, and I felt more. I, I enjoyed it much more right. than my first. You know, than my entire period. I felt like you know I probably don't want to come back or something like you know that kind of thing. Like yeah. just it's a different. And maybe it's because it's a different experience. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like it's a one-time thing. Yeah. You know? And you're just visiting and you're trying to enjoy as much as possible. So right. you don't see the bad aspects of it. Probably. I don't know. That might be it. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, it was hard being all by myself. But I don't think that had to do with color. You being black or, yeah, or, or white. Are there places you would not travel to because you're black? I've heard Like as rumors. an example, like I've, I'm telling everyone this now. I'll probably tell you guys more about it either at the beginning or at the end of the show. I'm going to Russia. Yeah. You know, and um, it seems like a crazy idea to most people. <laughs> but are there places where you tell yourself, oh, hang on, nah, I'm not going there, it's cool? Um, I think war-torn regions, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think anybody, anybody, anybody <laughs> would be um, like... But, but if other than that, if we're talking about racial issues, right. um, it is... It is um, troubling to think about traveling to the U.S. right now. Yes. Uh, it is troubling to think about traveling there, but maybe some other countries. Um, I, I I had a thing about maybe possibly Germany, but I went to Germany. It was fine. It was very did good. You? Yes, I did. Um, I went uh, Cologne. That's yep. it. Yeah, Cologne. Yeah, okay. That's it. I should. I should have. How could I forget? That. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Cologne. Um, it was fine. It was perfectly fine. I kind of had my reservations about it, but it was it was very okay. Russia is probably one of those places I kind of think uh, I'm worried about. Poland more more than Russia. Right. Um, Why is that? Because I have Polish friends and they tell me about their families and what their families are like and things right. like that. And you just, it's not, you don't get a good vibe from, you know, their experiences of right. bringing black people over and yeah. things like that. Um, so the US, maybe Russia, definitely Poland. Okay. Uh, I have apprehensions about it. It's not like I won't ever go there. Surely if the opportunity arises, definitely. Yeah, so the so obvious places to you will be to not travel to places that people have told you not to travel to. Not not travel, just be, be ca careful. more cautious yeah. um, when you go there. Um, 
you have to be you have to protect yourself you have to be uh, aware of your surroundings yeah um and that's what i would always be. i wouldn't say no i won't travel there if yeah. i wouldn't even i'll be more excited to, to go, go yeah but i'd be cautious yeah. going there very okay. cautious okay and you're African in origin, as it were, you're Very Nigerian, African. you know, and I've spoken to a few people on this podcast yeah. where we've talked about um, living as a black man right now in the UK. I know you're, um, you're a doctor now, you've done your PhD, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. Um, has any of that been difficult for you, moving from Africa, as it were, because you migrated here and living here? changing your persona the way you interact with people just because of how they responded to you as a black man definitely um one of the first things is stopping to you know stopping the habit of calling everybody sir like, <laughs> oh my like god every, all of your superiors are sir good morning yeah. sir you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the, that was the first thing you know yeah. walking to my um i think it was a course advisor or something like that the first yeah time, i was like morning sir you know and 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 while I said it, and I, I knowing that it wasn't necessarily ne- it wasn't necessary, necessary yeah. I, I still couldn't ne- stop myself. Just yeah, it's something it, that yeah, kind of it was habit. yeah, it was kind of habit. And I, with time, it started to get there. The second thing is to calling people by their first name. Like I can get saying good morning without the sir, but then saying good morning, John, when this person right. is like two older, years older yeah, than you, older. or two years, two times your age. Oh, Sorry, two times, yeah, right? I'm okay, uh, right? Okay, yeah, I mean two times your age, yeah. Um, so that's one of them. The other one is um, maybe the food. Um, <laughs> just getting accustomed to that. I've not. I feel like I've also, because I've been mostly around university environments, it's been. I've not experienced as much racism as a lot of people have. Right. Oh yeah. Because I've been in university mostly. I, um, I at least for the past, uh, not the past, but when I first came to intern for about seven years, I was in university environment. So probably haven't experienced that much racism as people would say but um having to adjust myself has been tremendous actually i i, I have to an extent maybe something i can't talk about um just for my own privacy reasons um i have but it generally comes to that point where people would consider you aggressive Yes. Than you actually are. Yes, and it also comes from um, demeanor as well. I I tend to be more passionate about stuff. So automatically it's like... So you're louder. Yeah, I'm louder. I'm I'm more... I'm probably a a bit abrasive because I'm direct as well. So it's like, uh, you know, when you're coming from African culture, it's like you you say it how it is. You you, you don't mince words. You're just as direct as possible. And then you come to this place and it almost seems like you have to mask that emotion or that expression of um dislike or be more tactful yeah you need to be more tactical and obviously even when you like something a lot it's like the expression you have is a bit too much you know it's like you have too much emotion yeah you kind of have to calm it down just a little bit right you know but you can't really contain it i i I think you you get taken you you get there's this assumption as soon as you're seen or you know that you are this type of way and that movie um, when they see us the recent I movie. I've seen it. the trailer yeah but... I've chosen not to watch it because I feel my spirit is not ready yeah I think I um, I'm, I can't take that pain in because we do have to especially as black women taking a lot of pain when we watch these things because we're very nurturing by default so I think mm. I can't watch that so you've watched it have I you? haven't I'm just talking about the trailer right so, oh, okay. so just looking at the trailer I can see how painful things can be yeah in fact I, I, I'm 
I, I take things personally. Right. So watching that thing will be an effort. Yeah. And I have to make sure that I decompartmentalize as soon as, as I'm done. I, I, like I compartment, compartmentalize my feelings yeah. when I'm done. Afterwards, I'm not yeah. like, you know, let Lash that rage less yeah. out on someone else. Yeah. So it's interesting you talk about anger as a black man. How do you manage your anger? Personally, I, I I think when I was a kid, I, I was I used to have a lot of rage issues. Um, and but that wasn't I don't I mean we're in Africa, we're in Nigeria. There's it wasn't something you actually get to be black or something. Um, I think everybody kind of has anger issues in their own way. I think from my own point of view, in relation to everyone around me, I kind of was more angry about things. Um, I I my dad taught me how to you know keep that rage yeah keep that rage in check. To walk away, just walk away, and it's been. In fact, it's for sometimes thinking back to that person who I was. It's it's hard to see him, you know, because it's like now if something happens, I'm out. Yeah, and I don't even take it to heart anymore because yeah, it's like, already it's like yeah, it yeah. no longer because I've practiced the art of leaving yeah. a space that is not conducive to me. It doesn't. Even it now you. no longer affects yeah. me to the point that I can actually still stay there yeah. and have that. You know, either that conversation, that debate, but never an argument right. about anything whatsoever. Which is interesting you said argument. Someone else we spoke to earlier, he said he doesn't have arguments. He has uh, like debates, debates yes. which is very different from having an actual yeah. argument. Because so an argument, there are, no, an argument. There are no winners. And even in a debate, there probably is no winner. In an argument, it's always about trying to prove a point. Right. You know, and right. the person is trying to do one up over the other person, and that doesn't make sense. Yeah, uh, it means that we will never understand ourselves. Yeah, you're just you trying know? to get you're better than to, the other. That's it. You're trying to yeah. prove how much better you are than the other person. Yeah. And so I just don't engage in arguments. Yeah. And um, sorry to pull us back into a less, uh, a more frivolous conversation. Mm. You know, let's go back slightly to dating. Okay, so, dating is not frivolous. It's very serious. Oh, it's <laughs> it's very serious. serious. Are you single right now? Um, it's hard to tell. What is up? What's up? So I'm seeing someone. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I'm, well, okay. So I'm seeing someone. Right. Um, it, it isn't. It, it is in a particular type of way. Right. And there are certain decisions that have to be made. Mm -hmm. And so I just. So it's hard to tell because I'm at that point where it's either things change for the better or things don't change and it's just that's the way it is and uh you do online dating because i know you've tried a few of the apps that i recommended in one of my previous episodes how did um, you find the, the process of dating online and did you meet this person online yes i did and the summary is i i've left online dating right yes. okay um, all together all together for the time being i think it's a toxic environment right um not not because people are insulting or something like that, but I think the expectations are very strange. Right. Um, I'm not even like the type of person that could really meet people easily in a, in a club or in right. a bar. I, I couldn't meet someone in a club or a bar and take the person home or something. Yeah. I'm not that type of person. I would meet someone in a party, at a friend's event or something like that and strike up a conversation. And, yeah. and so it, with my friends being, a lot of my friends being married or engaged or with their partners, it becomes harder because they're not necessarily doing events as yeah. much as they used to when we were younger. So you don't have that circle of That's right. people. That's right. That's right. So now the dating apps is like a solution. Unfortunately, when you go there, we're all comparing. Right. You know, we're comparing. We're putting our best foot forward. Yeah, and you, you have know? like a tick box, a you checklist. Have a, in fact, that's it. You, you have a checklist of things that you expect yeah. from the person. Um, what is hard is when people lie. 
and they lie about everything they lie about that um the ones i've seen is looks lying about your look when you put the camera at an angle to get your best feature it's lying right. about your looks so but i would say it's putting your best foot forward it's not if you don't even look like that if you know you don't look like that right. then don't do it right and this is the problem because so I, like catfishing it is it is it's an extent because you're putting it at the best optimum angle you yeah. know the sun has to be directly yeah. 63 and degrees filters, yeah. right and no the filters i don't mind too much okay i don't mind the filters it's the angled shots that right. really you know it's it's like it's like you know that this look is your look and i can get it if it's one shot two shots but all your shots the same i'm like right. yeah so there's know. no reality or as no to reality. what you actually look like secondly people have issues with their weights and they don't put that forward and that's fine you know you want to put your best foot forward but still have an have an open discussion with yourself mm. about who you are because that is who you are that's who you are you've got to accept that and the person you're looking for has you to also accept you because they're going to have to meet you exactly because if you don't accept you and how you put they? a different view of yourself forward how does the person you're going to meet accept you yeah and, and and that is my problem it's like when you fake it so much yeah continuously at what point do i get to see who you are right and when i see who you are in terms of and and don't get it wrong attraction is a big part of dating if i am not attracted to you it's just not possible yeah. you know and some people will be like oh you're too superficial i'm sorry but people are different people can be attracted to looks just as people are attracted to personalities and people are attracted to money i have no problem with that just be open about who you are make it known to the other person so the person can accept that or or, or decline that relationship do I mean, you struggle with commitment i think people then use the word commitment frivolously they okay they, let's not be too intellectual it. here let's just... okay let's not let's not go down like, to the philosophy is... of uh of, of commitment um do you struggle to commit yes or no no okay no i think I, here's how i see it i feel like i've not been with the person that made me oh well i probably have i have that that's completely unfair i have I've made mistakes, just as everybody has, you know, and maybe I'm ignoring those mistakes and going for the things where it was not my mistake. I've made mistakes, I'm human. Um, but the truth is, um, the times I've made those mistakes, I was young, naive, um, not sure of what I wanted out of life. I was not, not, I'm not so much sure of what I wanted, but I wasn't settled. And then it come back to this societal belief or societal impression of what a man should do for his family, forcing me to then follow that line yeah. you know and then negating all this goodness that's around me because i want this thing for myself right and so making you, it hard for you me thought to it was in. exclusive so you thought you had to if you were going to focus on work and getting your phd you had to forego the relationship i, I did that i did make that decision but no i mean if, i know you did yeah. but you felt that because you thought you couldn't do one without the um, we couldn't do both together i thought i could but sometimes in some of those scenarios it didn't work out that way yeah. um, I thought I, like I honestly thought I could but if something is too hard yeah. and the other thing is more important and this is it for me it was prioritize. I prioritized what was yeah. more important if one was too stressful and you prevented me from 
gaining the thing that was most important to me, yeah. then I let it go. Um, I think some people are able to like say, oh yeah, we can balance it till the very end, but yeah. I, I, I like a stress-free existence. Yeah. Let me actually ask you the next question. So before you even start dating, I'm, I ask this question to everyone. Hey. I'm interested to know what your thoughts are on this. Who pays for the first date? There is no rule. Oh my God. There's no rule. For go, me. If you got a first date, For me, pays? that's right. There's no rule. So it depends on the person. It depends, depends on, on the person. Feel. Depends on how I feel. Okay. I've, 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 but what will happen is, uh, had people say had you know whether she wants to pay or not is I people say intent. You know, women have learned the trick of saying act like you want to pay. <laughs> Right. Yeah. If you say you want to, then you better mean it because right. you will. Or well, well, the chances of you doing it are high. Are high. Yeah. Right. So I'm not that person. I was so like, oh, money. I'm like, sure, I would push for it, but you're like, no, 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 definitely it's on me. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'm more happy to respect that person. Right. Utterly, not from the point of view that you need a man or anything. No, I'm. I am ready to rest because you are not here to play. You, yeah. you, you came out yeah. to come up, to, 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 to enjoy yourself. Yeah. And you're doing your own thing. You don't need another person to do it. And some people are like, oh, you have to see the girl. I'm like, well, who, what makes you think like I don't want to see the person again? Yeah. Does exactly. that make sense? Yeah. Like you're making it look like it's the last day or something Wherever like that. Like talk, you're yeah. never so going to talk. In friendship anyway, you know, some people, it's my turn today, it's your, your turn tomorrow. It's a tit for tat. So yeah. if you are thinking of seeing her again, splitting the bill may not always make sense okay that makes sense well thank you so much for coming on the you're show welcome. i feel like today. we've gone past we've the time gone way past the time but it's all right you're our down. regular guest we love you here <laughs> anyway so um we are definitely gonna have you on definitely 100 percent again but thank you solid so much for you're coming on the show with us today and um we'll catch you next time bye yes. bye Hi guys, it's Valeria. We're back with the fifth installment of this series, talking to the black man. I'm talking to Majib. Majib has been my friend for years. It's about five years now? Four years? Five years? I know. It's been beautiful. It's been amazing. I love it a bit. And as always, I keep saying this, as always, I do not know any ugly men. So yet again, I am sitting in front of a really attractive black man here. I still refuse to believe that's what you say to every man. Look, yeah, I'm just uh, like, uh, it's not that I don't think you're special. You're obviously very special to me, but all, so. all my friends are cute. That's, that's me. I beg, I beg, I beg. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Majib, nice to meet you again. Thank you for coming over. I think we've had a few too many today because we have been sitting in a nice pub talking to everyone. This has been good. Speak for yourself, I'm not lightweight. Oh, okay, sorry. I've I've had a bit too many, but that should be all right. That should be all right. Anyway, so um, yeah, Majib, one of the best things I love about you is your relationship, obviously, with your now wife. Like when I met you, you guys were dating long distance as a worker she was in that's asia a that's a secret by the way oh i'm sorry in a relationship it's a secret i'm married well well you're, supposed to do. you're married now <laughs> it's like you can't really it's a it's a bit late now it's out. okay Thank you, Val. yeah so how was that and actually let's start from the beginning how did you meet her um so yeah how did i meet her so okay um so she was actually we actually met in church and mm. we she was invited by a friend of us that goes to a church that mm -hmm. went to the same uni mm -hmm. and it was her first time there mm -hmm. and um as you do when you're you know the pastor's preaching some wonderful spiritual sermon 
you turn around to see versus listening. Right. Right. As you do. As, as you do. <laughs> okay. As you do. And then, um, I then saw this, um, this, uh, yeah, this, uh, I won't use the word specimen, but, you know, this but she's gorgeous word. though. I can't like, even this, lie. Um, this yeah. person in the back and she had this, uh, beautiful natural hair yeah, going on. Yeah. It was like a, it was beautiful mane. Mm. And, um, so I kind of, I thought, you know, I need to speak to this girl one way or another. Mm. And at the end of the sermon, um, find that she was speaking to the pastor me trying to figure out how to speak to her to engage with her and mm. um, she's speaking to the pastor and i overheard her saying she does marketing mm-hmm. and at that time um i was part of an organization called um go-getters which mm. i co- well, which co-founded with a couple of friends mm. and um so yes yeah, so i kind of use that as a plug-in if i'm to be right uh, to like you straight, built yourself straight, straight up a bit like all right cool uh, and we were like, i'm a ceo for... no, you need to CEO. okay no at that time we were actually looking for someone to do marketing right to, okay to so you brought her on board so, so that you'd be closer right it was a way to get in right mm-hmm. and um would you say that you got in more because you plugged your business or because you were in church? No, because I a lot was, of people meet people, men in church and they think, oh, he's a church guy, he's a good guy, so therefore... No, 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 absolutely not. Okay. So initially, it was literally business and pleasure. I saw this girl was Business beautiful. and pleasure? No, just misspoken. Right. It was, it was basically <laughs> business right from the very start. Okay. So I saw this beautiful girl at the back of the church. I thought it'd be nice to get to know, know find out more about her and know what she's about. Mm. Then it was the... I did marketing that I overheard and mm. I used that as an excuse right. to speak to her, right. to find out more about her. Right. Then to find out that she was, yes, she did marketing and she was looking for marketing experience. Mm. And it was a natural conversation that led to, okay, we're looking for this. And to Come cut the story board. short, yeah. to cut the story short, she was trying to, I was trying to use her for free labor wow. and she was trying to use me for experience. Which is fair. Seems like a fair exchange, right? Only find out later on though. What? The, what the exchange was okay so um we went but you for, also liked her as I, I wouldn't say at that time because at that time no i wouldn't say i liked her at that time it was literally oh you're a beautiful girl and that was literally where it was okay i i guess what i'm the reason why i'm asking about church is because um when people meet in church or when they're around that church environment i hate that it's very much a oh these two are single, so therefore they have to be together. Or it's a case of, oh, why are you forming? You know, that's what you're looking for here. You're a single girl waving your hand when you're saying hallelujah to no, nothing, show no ring. Nothing like that. that is right. one thing that um, I detest. Right. You know, it's like a change environment. So you I wouldn't do, normally meet someone in church? Absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. For me, it's doing something because you have to hmm. or because you should do is kind of makes me do the exact opposite so if you so when they say oh some guys come into church pretending to be christians just to find women that doesn't happen i hope not <laughs> No, I mean, I've heard stories that it happens. No, I mean, I've one of my the, viewers actually sent in that, well. sent in that question. So, so, I think I've heard the exact same story as well. Good. And I think for me, once again, you're opening a totally different kind of story. So right. It's inappropriate a, anyway. It's not inappropriate. Being a, just saying you're a Christian does not mean you're a Christian. True. So. And also just saying you're a Christian does not mean you're good for this person as well. 
<laughs> like, Let's be real, right? So yeah. Just because I go to church with a number of women or just a ladies does not yeah. mean oh we are automatically compatible. Correct. It goes a lot deeper than that. Correct. So just going to church to find a good Christian woman or it doesn't work that it way. It doesn't work. No. That. That's not the way I'm wired. Right. So um I guess going back to the story of uh, my wife. Mm. Um, things only started so initially it started with business mm. once you sort of for for business for free labor <laughs> right so we went for a drink and she then said she wanted to go she wanted to travel mm. so me being me as a kind of person that doesn't like to burn bridges or just cut people up because you never know when you need them in the future, in the future I kind of kept her that relationship going. that relationship going yeah. and, when and she, she was, was in asia for yeah, a long time to south korea for one year yeah and um, i guess to press her fast forward it wasn't until three no two days before she left that we made it official oh yeah. so two days before she left to korea you made it official and yeah. then she, she spent a year away from you well, quick, quick rewind um a few weeks before she when she got the confirmation that she's going to korea she let me know as i kept that yeah friendly relationship Girl, this was yeah. a good couple of months yeah so um i then during that couple of months i did then realize like she's a cool <clears throat> so you are not scared of commitment even. so when people say men are scared of commitment that was definitely not the case in your case. Get a commitment, they're not, they're not ready to commit. So if they're not committing, they're not ready to commit. Full stop. Don't forget, if we're using the stereotype of, oh, men are men, or boys right. are going to be boys, that means that we only do things when they want to do it, not yep. necessarily when they are expected to do things. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of stubborn people, right. and I am one of them. Right. So I go with the life traits of whatever happens, happens. Mm. There's a lot of things in life which I can't control, and mm. I can't control someone falling in love with me. Mm. So or you falling in love with someone else as therefore, well. Therefore, yeah. I just kind of let things happen. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it I doesn't. Yeah. Pick up and move on. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so now you're married, um, and um, so you've just got married. And how is it being a newlywed person in a new marriage? It's actually beautiful. Um, there's nothing more beautiful than just being you in a relationship. Um, I am me, she is who she is, and it's beautiful. Um, I don't know what the words to put it. Uh, most people say the first year is a struggle, but I've not felt that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. Um, I'm lucky I found the one. Congratulations. Um, okay, so going back to being a black man in um, London, I know obviously you are amazing at what you do. We have talked about, well, I, I've worked with you, so I know you're amazing at what you do. You know, is there anything being black and being young in the UK now has prevented you from doing? Is there, are there things you have to change? Are there things you have to worry about? Anything at all? Um, I try not to think like that. Right, good. Um, it's a case of if I am really good at what I do mm -hmm. and someone I'm trying to sell myself to doesn't accept me, mm -hmm. I'd never see that my loss is right, their, it's loss. their loss. Yeah. So therefore, I should never allow myself to be put down about what other people say. Yeah. 
if you don't take me, if you don't employ me, someone else will. Mm. And that's always been my approach to life. Mm. So being black, um, it's at the shortcoming of those who do not take me on or accept me in their circle. I know my value, I know what I hold, I hold so it's your loss, not mine. Mm. That's how this is how I've always gone through life. Yeah, which is fair and really a really good way to, to do it. So I know we're probably going to talk about this after this, but just summarize in your thoughts, who pays for the first date? I've asked this question from everyone. Just quickly, who pays for the first date? I would like the privilege to pay for the first date. It's right. something that um, makes me feel like a man. Right. Um, playing to the stereotype of you know being a man. The provider. The first yeah. As a provider, I would like to be given that chance to play. I would like to be given that chance to play that role as it's a natural role. It's a role that feels natural to me. Mm -hmm. um, however, one thing that does really um, Grind your gears. Thank you. <laughs> Grind my gears is the fact that um, women feel entitled. That has been quite consistent in every with everyone I've spoken to. This sense of entitlement, um, yeah. not necessarily the paying or the cost, is the sense of entitlement, and that has been quite interesting. So thank you for that, and thank you for coming on the podcast today. It's, it's been really lovely hearing about you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> bye bye now. Cheers. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of The Valerie Carey Show. I would love it if you could share it across your network. And I'll be back again next week with another great show. I would love to hear from you. So email me at thevaleriecareyshow at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram or Twitter.